0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Sleep Apnea Pathfinders, a weekly podcast for patients, their families, and healthcare providers to share their stories of success and challenges. We are passionate about sleep apnea and its impact on our overall health. Please join your hosts, David and Juanita, as they share their passion on all things sleep apnea. Hello, and welcome to episode six of Sleep Apnea Pathfinders, where we welcome all those regardless of the path you're on. My name is Juanita.
1: And I'm David.
0: And this week, we'll be looking at sleep apnea through the physical lens. And today, we're talking about sleep apnea and the heart.
1: Hey, before we dive into our topic today, I just wanted to take a moment to say how much fun I'm having doing this podcast with you. I'm grateful that I've met someone who's just as passionate about sleep apnea as I am, My family is always ready to run out of the room when I start talking about sleep apnea. But they come and get me if they hear it mentioned on a show they're watching or if someone is snoring on a TV show. They make fun of me and say, Oh, Dad, they probably have sleep apnea. (laughs) So, seeing sleep apnea on TV sitcoms hopefully translates into more exposure for this sleep disorder. And the writers of these shows have done a really good job poking fun at CPAP machines and snoring. But... Popular media shies away from tackling issues around sleep apnea that are more serious. One issue we rarely see discussed in popular media is the relationship between sleep apnea and heart issues. This relationship between sleep apnea and heart conditions can be a scary topic of discussion. Someone who's dealing with a heart condition has a ton of issues already to cope with and manage, and adding to the stress the need to consider another medical condition I'm sure is very overwhelming. We understand that the information in this episode may be difficult to think about, but our goal is to spread awareness so that individuals and families can be empowered to act early. Acting early around this issue may necessitate learning how to take on a new role with your treatment team. It may mean learning how to use tools to communicate with your primary care physician and cardiology team that sleep apnea may be an additional factor which needs attention and treatment. It's building that self-advocacy muscle with tools that make the physician integrate this concern into their treatment plan. It's transforming yourself into a knowledgeable patient who helps that physician become an ally around your sleep disorder. I'm a firm believer that information combined with support and action is power. Even if that action is small or large, successful or unsuccessful, it still sets you on a pathway for growth and resilience.
0: Absolutely. And, um, you know, awareness is key. So I, I truly believe that our podcast may shed some light for many people and they'll begin their journey uh, regarding uh, sleep apnea as well. So, um and also, this has been, a, so far, a pretty rewarding experience for me as well. So thank you.
1: So, Juanita, what can listeners expect to see on our Instagram account?
0: Yeah, we have an Instagram account. We mentioned this last time. It's Sleep Apnea Pathfinders. And every week, we're going to post um, about a 10-minute um, of each episode. And we're going to also um, provide information related to the episode of the week. And we'll also throw out additional information regarding sleep apnea where people can find things. But um, yep, yeah, find us on Instagram, sleep apnea pathfinders. Give us a follow. Looking forward to communicating with you.
1: So we chose to talk about sleep apnea and its relationship to heart conditions. And there were two main reasons why we decided to do this.
0: Yes, there are two reasons. One, in honor of May being stroke awareness month and high blood pressure education month we're going to talk about their relationship with sleep apnea we'll also talk about how sleep apnea is connected to a heart condition called atrial fibrillation or afib second reason is for ischemic heart disease also called coronary artery disease and according to the world health organization it's the leading cause of death worldwide for the past 20 years strokes are the third leading cause of death worldwide now that medicine has made advances and we're living longer we focus on quality of life now and those illnesses and conditions that can impair someone and lead to a disability are more of a concern one of those conditions related to undiagnosed sleep apnea are oxygen fluctuations
1: this is a topic that patients rarely focus on when it comes to thinking about sleep apnea and heart health, there are three areas to consider here. The process of sleep apnea, the resulting mechanisms which occur in our body, and the outcomes on our organs. We're only talking today about one of the known mechanisms being oxygen fluctuation and a few of the resulting actions on the heart. One being problems with blood pressure regulation another being damaged to our blood vessels and arteries, and another action occurring that causes our hearts to be out of rhythm. So a lot of research has been conducted around sleep apnea and its effect on the cardiovascular system. And one study that got my attention out of the University of British Columbia, it was published in the American Journal of Physiology in 2016. This study measured the impact of simulated sleep apnea on a young, healthy individual. The subjects were fitted with ventilator masks, which altered their oxygen levels over the course of just six hours. Their finding was very useful in showing what happens for someone who has sleep apnea and fluctuating oxygen levels throughout the night. The body's ability to regulate blood pressure is impaired. They also found damaging blood flow patterns in the legs. Over days, months, and years, altered blood pressure can lead to more serious heart health conditions.
0: Well, David, heart health issues and sleep apnea sometimes goes hand in hand, and according to Harvard Health Publishing of the Harvard Medical School, over time, sleep apnea exposes the heart and circulation to harmful stimuli that may cause or contribute to the progression of most cardiovascular diseases. So we're trying to lay the foundation in this episode, why it's important to discuss sleep apnea and heart health. For those out there who are short on sleep and building a sleep debt, it impacts our heart health. Um, You know, you may know someone who is so busy that they put off sleeping in favor of other priorities. A study published in the Journal of American College of Cardiology, when researchers kept people awake for 88 hours, their blood pressure went up. That's no big surprise. But when subjects were allowed to sleep for four hours a night had an elevated heart rate when compared to those getting 8 hours. We also talked about blood pressure and hypertension in episode 3. So let's first define them again and also discuss what atrial fibrillation is. Blood pressure is the force that exerts at the walls uh, on the walls of the blood vessels. According to the American Heart Association, blood pressure occurs when it's consistently too high. Our blood pressure typically dips at night when sleeping because we're on cruise control, but people with untreated sleep apnea don't experience these dips. This non-dipping may indicate a link between sleep apnea and hypertension. So how is this connected to strokes? Well, chronically high blood pressure eventually damages blood vessels, creating conditions where the vessels can burst or clog more easily, leading to a stroke. Signs of a stroke, according to the U.S. Centers of Disease Control, is sudden numbness or weakness in the face, arms, or leg, especially on one side of the body. Sudden confusion, trouble speaking, or difficulty understanding speech. Sudden trouble seeing in one or both eyes. Sudden trouble walking, dizziness, loss of balance, or lack of coordination. Stroke, by definition, is sudden impairment or loss of consciousness, sensation, or voluntary motion that is caused by rupture or obstruction of blood vessel. According to the American Heart Association, sleep apnea is an independent risk factor for having a stroke. This means sleep apnea most likely precedes the incident of a stroke. It is estimated that greater than 50% of people who who go on to have strokes have sleep apnea.
1: So Juanita, I found a striking statement in a study from the Journal of Sleep Medicine published in 2018. And I want our listeners to to know this information because it's really important for if they have family members who have strokes or if they've had a stroke. And what they found is that despite the prevalence of greater than 50% of uh, sleep disorders in people with strokes, uh, as you just stated, about 6% of stroke survivors offered formal sleep testing. It further stated that fewer than 2% complete such testing in the three months post-stroke period. The author stated the reason for the low screening rate is at least partly related to the lack of awareness about sleep disorders among stroke providers. Mm. So again, if you know someone who's had a stroke, encourage them to see their primary care physician and do the screening tools that we talked about previously, the Stop Bang and Epworth Sleepiness Scale, and have them fill those out according to how they were functioning before the stroke. And I think that's an important point, before the stroke.
0: Another thing to mention, David, if someone is um, dealing with chronically high blood pressure, um, whether they're receiving treatment for this or not, um, it's definitely a good idea for them to really consider um, seeing if they can get a sleep study done.
1: And here's a patient tip you can get a hold of the Epworth sleepiness scale or the stop bang and fill it out. We referenced those in a previous episode. You could turn those into your physician and ask that it be made a part of your medical record. This may compel the doctor to look at the information closer. There are also studies which show a high prevalence of sleep apnea among people with medication-resistant hypertension. The term medication-resistant hypertension means that medication prescribed by their doctor was unsuccessful in regulating their blood pressure. Various studies have found between 70 to 85% of people with medication-resistant hypertension are approximated to have sleep apnea.
0: And to continue with heart health, we're going to talk about a heart rhythm called atrial fibrillation. Um, So it's a heart condition that develops when two upper chambers of the heart the atria do not work in coordination with the bottom two chambers, ventricles. Mainly noted symptoms are heart palpitations, shortness of breath, and weakness. So how is this connected to sleep apnea? Well, untreated sleep apnea can go on for years. Damaging effects of repetitive oxygen deprivation and fluctuations leads to heart disease, which can shift the person's heart rhythm. I'm seeing physicians connecting AFib to sleep apnea. And according to the Cleveland Clinic, 50 to 80% of people with atrial fibrillation have sleep apnea. And according to CPAP.com, AFib is connected to insomnia. Insomnia can be a sign of sleep apnea. Do you all see how this is connecting?
1: Juanita, that is really startling, 50 to 80%. And the previous the previous information we shared about, you know, strokes, uh, sleep apnea being an independent risk factor for strokes. That's really unsettling to to hear. Um, So, you know, we're we're pointing this out in hopes that people will pass the information on to people they know and love. and, And hopefully, yeah, this will, you know, help them spring into action or at least be informed patients.
0: Yes, absolutely. The more information someone can gather, it empowers them to be more of a participant in their own care. So David, let's recap this episode. Um, just Everyone should be aware that systemic hypertension is observed in 50 to 70% of the patients with untreated sleep apnea per medscape.com. We mentioned obstructive sleep apnea and its connection to strokes And the prevalence of stroke is strongly associated with obstructive sleep apnea, particularly the severity of the obstructive sleep apnea per the Sleep Medicine of Disorders International Journal. We also highlighted obstructive sleep apnea and atrial fibrillation. And according to the Journal of American Medical Association Cardiology Anywhere from 21% to 74% of patients with sleep apnea develop atrial fibrillation. So we hope by discussing these points, it helps bring awareness to how sleep apnea impacts our lives. And in future episodes, we'll appeal back the layers of sleep apnea.
1: So if you'd like to tell us where you are on your sleep apnea path, please email us at sleepapneapathfinders at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, at Sleep Apnea Pathfinders.
0: We'd like to remind everyone listening that information shared in this podcast is for informational purposes only. You should not make any changes to prescribe treatment based on information contained in this podcast.
1: So Juanita, this was a really short episode, but I think we shared some very important information and we hope that our listeners will share this information with their friends and their family, as we mentioned before. And in the show notes, there will be links to this information and the studies that we mentioned. So again, we really appreciate everybody listening and we've gotten more followers in different countries. So we added, uh, so so we're in 31 cities in eight countries. So we're really happy that people are listening. And if you could share the episode with your friends, with your family, we really would appreciate it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yes. Thank you so much. In our next episode, we'll discuss sleep apnea through the emotional lens since May is Mental Health Awareness Month. So we'll talk to you next week. Bye. This has been an episode of Sleep Apnea Pathfinders. Thanks for joining us. And don't forget to subscribe. Join us again next week for a new episode.